1: Who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. The Shadow uses his hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the unseen voice of the Shadow belongs. Today's story The Precipice Called Death. The moonless night in a mantle of revenge. A small, grotesque man, his mind clothed in the dark memory of hate, gazes piercingly into the dull, lifeless eyes the a gigantic hulk of a man who stands beside him, tense and stupefies the giant. You'll know what to do. I've trained you well. Your mind is mine to command. Your tremendous strength is mine to command. Now, after all these years, the moment has come to taste the sweet fruits of revenge. Do you understand? Yes. Yes, Master. You are to hear no voice but mine. You are to do nothing but what I command you. You are to kill those I have named. Kill? Yes, master. You're ready now. Ready to do my bidding. Good. The precipice called Death waits with yawning jaws to receive the first victim. Let your mind hear these words. Kill. 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 Now go. Kill. Kill. My revenge begins! <laughs> Commissioner Weston, you've got to save me from Margo. What? mister,
0: he promised that he'd eat carrots all this week, and now he's trying to get out of it.
1: Carrots, Miss Lane? Well, is
0: there anything wrong in that, Commissioner?
1: No, no, I like carrots. Yes, but how would you like to eat them three meals a day, seven days a week, and nothing else? Commissioner, I've eaten so many raw carrots in the last three days, I feel like Peter Rabbit. <laughs> what is all this? Margot, she's off on some crazy notion about health diets. Uh, this week she has me on carrots. Next week it'll be spinach, and heaven only knows where uh, to end. Pardon me. Yeah, Hello? Huh? Okay, Cardona, send him in. I'll see him. You want us to leave, Commissioner? No, no, stick around. This is just routine. Some guy that thinks he's being... Mr. Weston, may I come in, please? Yeah, yes, yes. Come ahead. John. John Reynolds. Oh, aren't you
0: going to say hello? Huh?
1: Margo, how are you? I, I didn't notice. Well, I'm here, too, John. Oh, hello, Lamar. How are Commissioner you? Commissioner Weston, I... Well, you all know each other. Oh, oh yes, yes. We're old friends. Well, tell me, John, where have you been keeping yourself? Well, I, uh,
0: What are you I... doing here?
1: Commissioner Weston, I need help. I tried to tell you on the phone. There was an attempted murder at my house last night. Murder? Now, look, Mr. Reynolds... I just got through reading the report on that business at your place last night. The man who entered your home was no more murderer than I am. He wanted to kill my wife. The report says it was the maid who was almost strangled. I know, I know, but that was a mistake. The killer thought... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's an old story to me. Burglar enters house. Someone sees him and yells, and he gets scared. But this man was a giant, a killer. Oh, sure, sure. It's always a giant or a killer or a mob when people are scared. I tell you, I saw the man myself as he escaped. Yeah. A mountain of a man. Just as the maid described him when she regained consciousness. Well, then the maid wasn't killed. No. Fortunately, she wasn't. I tell you, it was the burglar. He got scared when the maid saw him and tried to stifle her screams. She thought she was being strangled, that's all. Uh, Reynolds, uh... Why should anyone want to kill your wife? To get back? Well, no reason I can think of. Maybe I'm just... Lamont, what do you think? I don't know, Reynolds. Now, look, look, Mr. Reynolds. You go on home and don't worry. Lamont, look. Uh, just a moment, Mona. Reynolds, I'm inclined to think that the Commissioner's right. Uh, you should go home. No doubt about it. Whoever that prowler was... He's probably so scared he'll never come near your house again.
0: Lamont, why
1: do please? Will you? Of course, if he ever does, come oh, back. Oh, I dropped to...
0: my handbag. Oh, here. Here. I'll get here. it for you. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. There oh, you are. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Reynolds.
1: Now, Mr. Reynolds, I guess that's about all I can do for you. Uh, sorry I disturbed you, Commissioner, but actually I... Yes, to... don't, don't learn anything don't mention it. It's, uh, that's what we're here for. Uh, the man comes back, or well, you call us, and we'll send some men over. Yes, of course. Thank you, Nice to see you again, Lamont. Thank you. I uh, think I'd better be going. Goodbye. 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 Don't worry.
0: Come on, Lamont. We'd better be going, too. It's time for lunch. And I know the sweetest little health restaurant.
1: Yes, I know. Carrots again. So long, Commissioner.
0: I wish the waiter would hurry. I'm
1: starving. Yeah. Margot, I saw you deliberately throw your handbag on the floor in Weston's office. Why did you do it?
0: I was trying to tell you something, but you wouldn't listen to me. Did you notice anything particularly about Reynolds' behavior?
1: Mm, what do you mean?
0: He was twisting and crumpling a piece of paper in his hands.
1: Oh, so what? He was nervous.
0: That's why I threw my handbag on the floor.
1: Because he was nervous? Marco, I don't get it.
0: But I did. What? I had a hunch about that piece of paper, and now I've got it. In the confusion of picking up the contents of my handbag, Margot. Mr. Reynolds didn't notice that I took the note away from him. You. you mean you took...
1: Honestly, Margo, you do the darn Well, just thing...
0: see what's written on that piece of paper, Lamont. Huh?
1: Okay. Time is a cliff a mile high. Each step brings you closer to the precipice called death. For say...
0: What does it mean?
1: I don't know. The precipice oh, crawled dead. Yeah. I can't forgive him. Mr. Shrevey? Huh? Oh, Shrevey, the cab guy. Got... Oh, waiter. Waiter. wait, waiter. It's, it's all right. He's a friend of ours. Oh, what? oh excuse me. I told you they're friends. I told you. Hiya, Mr. Cranston. Hiya, Miss Landon. Well, Shrevey. How did you know we were here? Well, I seen you get into your car in front of the police station, so I followed you in my camp. I followed you. You was driving like crazy, like crazy you was driving. N- not so loud, sweetie. Not so loud. <laughs> it was uh, Miss Lane driving, Shrevey. what can we do for you? Mr. Cranston, I got a problem, a problem I got. Oh, yes? Now, look, you've got culture. So I says to myself, if you was Mr. Cranston, what would he do? I mean, what would I do? Well, what would he do, sweetie? That's just it. I don't know. I ask myself, but I get no answer I get. <laughs> well, what's bothering you, Shrevey? Well, last week, I'm driving a drunk all the way down to Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. When I get there, he ain't got the fare he ate. So I up and slugs him. And now it's on my conscience it's on. <laughs> <laughs> Shrevy. Well, what do you want me to do, Shrevey? Well, I got qualms I got. <laughs> and what I want to know is, did I do right to slug him, did I? <laughs> I really don't know, Shrevey. How do you like that? He don't know and he got culture. Is that what a gent would do, Miss Lane?
0: Shrevey, a gentleman is one who does not unnecessarily hurt another. And if you think what you did was
1: necessary. That's it, it was necessary. You know, Miss Lane, that is eases my quarantine. Shrevey, uh. How would you like a chance to make up that fare you didn't get? There ain't that much money. Be at my apartment tonight with your cab. Where are we going with? I'll tell you when you get there. Be there at, uh, let's say, 10.30. Okay, I'll be there with belts on, I'll be. I I mean, with my cab. So long, Miss Lane. So long, Shreve. So long, Mr. Cranston. I mean, boss. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Shrevey.
0: Where are we going tonight?
1: Uh, no, Margot. Where am I going?
0: That's what I said. Where are we going?
1: I'm not taking you along, Margot. This warning note to Reynolds has got me thinking. I'd like to find out what is meant by the precipice called death.
0: You think there's something more than what Reynolds has told? Something he's left unsaid?
1: Yes, Margo. And tonight, the shadow is going to find out exactly what that is. Oh, that wind.
0: John, come over by the fire, dear. Stop staring out the window.
1: Doesn't the wind ever bother you, Carol?
0: Now, darling, don't be so nervous. Remember what Commissioner Weston told you.
1: Yes, yes, I know, but anything would happen to you or the children.
0: Nothing's going to happen to us. The man was just a prowler, as the Commissioner said. He won't come back.
1: I wish I could believe that.
0: Is there anything you haven't told me?
1: Carolyn, have I been a good husband to you?
0: Of course, John. I married you because I loved you. And that love has grown stronger with the years we've been together.
1: You know that I've been fair with everybody. I've never tried to cheat anyone. I never took anything that didn't belong to me. Never done anything that you or the children would be ashamed of. Isn't that right, Carolyn? That's right, isn't it?
0: Why, yes, John. You speak as if... I know.
1: I know as if I had something on my conscience.
0: Tell me, John.
1: Carolyn, I've had a feeling. A premonition.
0: A premonition?
1: First time, I've wondered if it wasn't a mistake. Making our home here in this isolated mountain lodge. away from everybody. Only a forest of huge black trees for neighbors.
0: But you always thought it was so beautiful here.
1: Carolyn, we must get away from this place. There's danger here and death.
0: Oh, no, it's only your nerves, darling. That incident last night has upset you. We must
1: get away for your sake and the children's.
0: All right, dear. Anything you say. Now, why don't you go to bed and get some sleep?
1: No. I'll sit here for a while under the fire.
0: Well, don't sit up too late. I won't, dear. Good night, dear. Good night. And don't worry.
1: <laughs> Mr. Reynolds. What? Who is it? I can't see anyone. That voice. It's the shadow, Mr. Reynolds. You can't see me because I've cast a mist over your mind. What do you want to be, Shadow? What is the meaning this threatening note. Note? What is the precipice called death? Please, don't ask me. You must tell me. If you're innocent, Mr. Reynolds, I'll try to help you. If you only could. There's so little time. What is it? Yes. Yes, it's driving me mad. I've got to tell somebody. Help me. Help me before it's too late. Fifteen years ago, before I married my wife, I had a partner, my chemical laboratory. (laughs) My wife. I knew it would come again. Carolyn. Carolyn. This is her room. The door's locked in the inside. Bring it down. Carolyn. Darling. Darling, speak to me. Please. To be Reynolds, the killer left another note. Companions of the doomed are first to go over the precipice. Call.
0: On his conscience. And why was his wife killed? What's the tie out? Of it?
1: I don't know, Margot. The whole household rushed to Mrs. Reynolds' room, and before I could get Reynolds alone, the police arrived.
0: Then you still don't know what's behind those mysterious notes.
1: No. Now the police have accused Reynolds of his wife's murder. Oh,
0: certainly looks bad for him.
1: Weston, in his own blundering way, is convinced that Reynolds is guilty.
0: Well, what are you going to do about it, Lamont?
1: margo The Shadow is going to Weston's office and get this straightened out once and for all. Well, Reynolds, where are these notes you talk about? I told you, Commissioner Weston, the the Shadow has them. Still sticking to that story, eh? Why don't you stop this lying, Reynolds? I'm innocent, I tell you, that's the truth. You planned the whole thing very carefully. But not enough to fool me. You've got to believe me. I love my wife. You came to me with a cock and bull story about your maid being strangled by a prowler. That prowler was you. You'll just listen to me. You cooked up the whole business to establish an alibi for yourself. We've got you dead to rights and you know it. Oh, you've got to listen to me. Do anything you please to me. Now that Carolyn's dead, I don't care about myself. But you've got to let me protect my children. This thing isn't over yet. My children are in danger. Reynolds, you're not convincing me at all. That sob stuff about your children. Padrona. Yes, Commissioner Weston. Put Reynolds back in his cell. Right, chief. You've got to protect my children. The killer will get them too. Come on! Come if you're on. making a mistake, Weston. I'm innocent! I tell you, I'm That's what they all say. That's a horrible business. Yes, Commissioner Weston. And it would be even more horrible if you sent an innocent man to his death. What? Who is it? It's the shadow, Commissioner. Surely you remember me. Oh, the shadow, yes. What are you doing here? I've come to save you from making a terrible mistake. Reynolds is not the murderer. I was with him at the time his wife was strangled to death. Yeah, he said you were with him, but I didn't believe him. Now, what do you want me to do? Send Reynolds home. We'll bait the trap for the murderer. And the shadow will trail him alone. Ah, no go, shadow. I don't believe it. What about those notes that Reynolds said he gave you? He was telling the truth, Commissioner. Read them for yourself. I put them on your desk. Huh? Oh, yes, here they are. Companions of the doomed. Precipice called death. By heaven, shadow, I'll do it. Hey, Mr. Cranston, why are we driving out here for a while? There ain't nobody out here on the road, sir, right? Gee, it's kind of what they call spiritual. You know, the spiritual. Really? Look in your rear vision mirror. What do you see? I don't see nothing. Nothing I don't see. There's a car following us. Huh? Yeah, there's certainly is Sydney. Pull Put right up to the side of the road. Let it pass. Huh? Oh, okay, boss. You know, Mr. Clanson, I don't like the idea coming out to this Reynolds place. I don't like. This guy Reynolds bumped off his wife he bumped. Reynolds didn't kill his wife, Shreve. Well, whether he did or ain't, it's none of my business, it ain't. That's for the police to figure out. Or for that guy that calls himself the shadow he calls himself. Shreve. Let me. When you took this job, you promised not to ask questions. Yeah, I know, but I just hate to see a gent like you get mixed up with the wrong kind of mugs. I mean, uh, environment. Shreve. The car's slowing down. We were being followed. Is that you? Hey, it's Miss Lane. It's Miss Lane. Hey, Margot. Why are you following us?
0: Well, you're up to something, and you're not gonna leave me out
1: of it. Margo, if you aren't well, as long as you're here, you may as well come along. Follow us in your car. Let's go, treaty. But we're here, boss. The Reynolds join us right up this private driveway, right up. What? Oh, so it is. Then wait for me here, Margot. You too, Shrie. Oh,
0: Lamont, you're not going to leave me here in this lonely place? Well,
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yes, Muffy, you guys got me for a bodyguard. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, ma'am. But uh, if it'll make you feel any safer, take my revolver. Here. Thanks. I hope I won't need it. Hey, Mr. Cranston, ain't that a car hidden in them bushes over there? I mean, off the road, off. Yes, so it is. Perhaps Reynolds already has the visitor he was expecting. I hope I'm not too late. Mm-hmm. children of this house, a place of safety as soon as possible. Who's there? Don't you recognize me after all these years, John Reynolds? Tom Vita, but you... No, my good friend, I'm not dead, even though you tried your best to kill me. No, no it was an accident you slipped in my sleep. Slipped? Accident? Yes, it was an accident, I swear. And no. I don't believe you. You're going to pay for that, Already begun to pay. It really was, you, Victor. Oh, you killed Carolyn. Companions of the doomed are first to go over the precipice called Denouement. Uh, Den- uh, 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 What's wrong with me? Uh, my heart. Uh, I'm paralyzed. Hard to move. <laughs> A heart attack. How nice. How convenient. I had intended to kill you immediately, but. Now you'll be able to see and hear everything that happens. Everything that I've planned to make your pain more exquisite. Your torture more unendurable. Before I kill you. Why did you murder Caroline? You loved her once. Because you loved her. She chose you in preference to me, and now she's dead. You're mad, Rita. you mad. Yeah, well, perhaps I am. <laughs> How interesting. To be mad and know it. I've waited a long time for this moment. Tell me, Reynolds... Now that your wife is dead, what do you love more than anything else? No. do you wouldn't. Get two children. Then i asleep sleep upstairs in the nursery. Please, do whatever you will with me, but don't harm them. What would you give to save them? Everything eh? I possess. Please, Vitor, you Everything try. you possess, eh? Everything you stole from me. Listen to me, Vitor. When you fell from that and you threw me. Please, listen to me. I was your partner. Naturally, I inherited the rights to the formula. My formula. The product of my brain. Oh, yes. You've had everything. fortune. Theme, the woman I loved, everything that should have belonged to me. How did you achieve all this? Ah, huh? just by a simple little push. Oh. Well, now I'm going to have my revenge on you by destroying everything you love, and then by destroying you. Hey, look, look into the garden there, through the French doors. What do you see standing there? A giant. Sure. Yes, a giant whose will I control. One minute I'm going to call him in. I'm going to send him up the stairs for your children. And then... And what then, Dr. Vitor? Who spoke? Men call me the Shadow, Dr. Vitor. I fight crime and injustice. Shadow? Oh, thank heaven you... I can't see you. I've cast a hypnotic mist over your mind, Vitor. I've come to stop your evil work. Well, you can't stop me. Giant! Giant, come, come. Your master's in danger. Giant! Yes, now we'll see what of us us stronger. I can't see you, Shadow, but this giant can, because he's already hypnotized by me. He can see you. You're not invisible to him. Stop, giant. <laughs> stop, I. Say. It's only me, Shadow. Kill the Shadow. Kill. 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 Shadow, stop him! Stop kill. him! He's closing in on you, Shadow. Kill. He can see you. Kill. Soon your career will be ended. Mr. Reynolds! Kill. Hey! Hey,
0: isn't anybody home? Who's that?
1: I beg your pardon, I... The, the giant! Oh, Miss Lane, shoot that gun! I Stop. can't, isn't loaded! Wow, oh, it was loaded. Oh. Oh. Uh, Vitor got a shot. Uh, look, the giant stopped. Giant, you're no longer controlled by Vitor. The hypnosis has dropped from you. I hate him. He makes me kill. I don't want to kill I hate you! I hate you! I hate you! I I hate you! Stop! Too late, Shadow. Peter dead. Just
0: a minute. Hello, Margot. Hello, oh, Lamont, come on in. Sure. Oh, what's in that box?
1: Margot, I have in this box a slight token of my appreciation. You saved my life, Oh,
0: I... what's in it, boss?
1: <laughs> now, no, don't be impatient. Seriously, Margo, if you hadn't come in at that moment, I...
0: Oh, so at last you admit that I'm some help to
1: you, huh? I most certainly do. But what I want to know is, why did you come in after I told you to stay in the car with Shrevy?
0: Well, Shrevy examined the gun you left with me and said, hey, this guy ain't loaded at any... him.
1: <laughs> It was a lucky thing that it was.
0: Yes, I aimed at the giant. And hit
1: Vito. <laughs> what a shot. <laughs>
0: Say, Lamont, what are the police going to do about the giant?
1: I don't know, Margot, but it's obvious that he was merely an instrument of Vito's revenge. They really have no case against him. As far as Reynolds is concerned, he was definitely established that Vito had slipped over the crypt.
0: Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I feel sorry for him.
1: Well, I just dropped in for a minute. I, I'd better run along.
0: Hey, wait. Why'd you have him give me my
1: present? Oh, yes. Here's the box. Here, Margo. Open it. All right. Oh, i bet it's orchids. Why, it's a rabbit. <laughs> yes, Margo, a rabbit. He's your new companion at those carrot banquets of yours. <laughs> I'm going back to steaks. <laughs> This program is based on a story copyrighted by The Shadow Magazine. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. and Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The Shadow Magazine is on sale at your local newsstand.